0: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight is a big night. Our precious baby boy, Ronald Jones, has a new home. Pat, do you remember where you were when Ronald Jones signed with the Dallas Cowboys?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. And uh it's tough when you write when you're in the content biz and you write an article about Tony Pollard and then two days later the whole thing's irrelevant, you know. You
0: get guys on drafts will know. I mean, <laughs> if you don't have any uh Rojo content up on legendary upside, it actually that no, let's do this right away, Pat, because you've been pushing this bullshit CH thing on ADP chasing CEH or Ronald Jones as a as, as your last round pick.
1: I mean Ronald Jones now.
0: Okay, thank you. I was about to boot you from the show if you said too
1: <laughs> I mean, come on, Dallas Cowboys. They're going to be running their offense as boring and old school as possible. I mean, you get Ronald Jones just slamming it between the tackles when they should be passing. It's going to be great. I mean – He's at like we were hoping for it with the Chiefs last year. And it never happened, but he's like might
2: actually get the Zeke roll from last year. They didn't want to give Paul. Remember that that Hardest tweet of the length of the two touch of the touchdowns and like all of Zeke were yeah. one and two yards and Paul's yeah. like yeah. third shortest was like ten yards. He didn't get anything inside ten. And <laughs> well, in- Rob
0: Jones might actually get all these short touchdowns now. Okay. <laughs> And the Cowboys had to be one of the only teams in the entire league that carried only two running backs on game days for most days. Like, it was always just Zeke Pollard, nothing else, too. I mean, if, if Rojo's just the new Zeke, I mean, you are really be cooking there. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's kind
1: of crazy. I feel underexposed, to be honest. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm having a Ronald Jones for the first time ever. I mean, yeah. I just love that there, there has to be some people that are like – Are we
2: really doing Ronald Jones again? Like this? Is this this real people? Yeah.
0: (laughs) A bit again. And like yeah, I'm in again personally. Like I'm yeah. going to do this again all year. Yeah. The it was funny cuz I was you know, I've had fire cuz I decided I wanted to max the big board on underdog and I was way behind pace. So I'm in an ungodly amount of slow drafts. And today I had the 20th pick and I'm doing the like, you know, scroll down kind of thing with my last pick. And I'm just scrolling up, scrolling like, oh, there's Ronald Jones. Click. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he's still pretty buried in the applet right now. I need to start drafting him. I need to start I drafting mean, him.
1: It's, it's Last
0: round in half PPR? 20 rounds, too. I mean, we're at this. I mean, you is,
2: have to believe he sucks, which some people do, and that's yeah. many, and people do. Does many, many people yeah. yeah. that. do. Many, many maybe people believe that. Many, many people
1: Some of them work in the Tampa Bay and Kansas City organizations, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: what's going to happen? I know. Not what's, they're going to probably draft somebody, to like, The uh, Did we get contract details on that? I didn't see it if we did. How much I haven't got- seen it yet. It's not going to be big. And then they're going to no, probably not. draft like a potential big back as well. And then Rojo's going to be in competition with like the new Isaiah Pacheco,
1: like day three big back.
2: Yeah. And probably <laughs> lose again. And that, that there's a million. Is- there's
1: like a million like better prospects than Isaiah Pacheco in this running oh, back class no. as well. Like there's so yeah. many. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Rob <laughs> Jones
2: is younger than most. Yeah.
0: Legendary Rojo, Pat, that actually would have been a much better uh, name for you. It would have been better. Name. Yeah. Yeah. So we have about but a it's month. Daily until... Rojo.
1: Daily Rojo is that brand. you know. We'll, I'll spin something up under the legendary upside umbrella. We got yeah. about a month until the, the Cowboys draft that
2: running back that we can hammer as much Rojo as possible and pretend like it's not <laughs> just chasing bad mo- throwing good <laughs> money after bad.
0: Well, no, then the, the narrative just sits, switches, and then it's just Ronald Jones one injury away from being the back <laughs> yeah, the one injury time. away <laughs> from a two-down roll behind Tony Pollard. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I, really Malik just, Davis. I can't I can't believe we're here again. If there's one thing you can't accuse ship chasing of doing, it's uh not playing the hits. You know, we will uh <laughs> we will always play play the hits around here, uh unless it's Sky More, in which case I'd be grudgingly uh, No, I'm that, I'm but. still drafting Sky More. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> Things are getting good. Juju's gone, dude. Juju's gone. Yeah, I mean nicole just signed with the Jets. Where, where were you guys at on that, that Juju and Jacoby swap that ended up being like very similar numbers-wise? I mean, it's hilarious. The, the Patriots, I mean, it wasn't
1: that similar, right? Because it wasn't a bunch of incentives for Juju that will never hit. So, I mean, obviously you want the Jacoby side of that, I think. I, I, yeah, my question
2: is, do you think it's possible? If he doesn't throw that lateral against the Raiders, do you think – he resigned oh, to the yes, the
0: You think he was in that big of a doghouse from that I think, play? I hadn't even oh, yeah. considered I that. I think
2: that's a pretty boneheaded play, and, and I think Belichick cares a lot about football IQ, and I think that tips the scales for him
0: in this situation, honestly.
1: He was their number wow. one receiver. He didn't sign that big a deal with the Raiders,
0: so – yeah, I heard him. I love how like these players I don't even think that's that absurd of a take, but it's crazy that these players in the New England organization can't make like one mistake without being banished to the shadow realm. And then Bill Belichick can just make the most egregious drafting mistakes that set their organization back years, make the most egregious <laughs> overspends in free agency. There's no consequences for Bill. Fucking I, I'm
1: glad I'm glad you mentioned the overspends because the drafting we've we've like kind of realized, but their free agency moves over the last couple of years have been horrendous, horrendous. Oh, Nelson yeah. Aguilar. Uh they uh, Kendrick Bourne, and then they decided they're never gonna use
2: yeah. I kept chasing Johnu for the same reason. If they're gonna pay Johnu that contract at some point, okay. Now Josh McDaniels is gone. Okay, at some point they're gonna use Johnu. That's that was my thing last offseason. They never used him, and then they, they never had him.
1: a plan for Johnu. Why yeah. did they sign him? It, they gave it made him a no ton sense. Of money. Yeah, yeah. And now they got Gasicki. Well, Gasicki's gonna run like of the routes. It's going to be useless. Who the hell knows?
0: Yeah, that they they were like the bears heading into this year, what, two years ago into free agency, right, where they just had all that money and they just backed up the Brinks truck for what was it? Johnny, Hunter, Henry, and Kendrick Bourne. And they're like, well, we have this money. I guess we have to spend it.
1: Yeah. But aren't you supposed to, to sign guys? Like the way they were doing it, I thought they were like trying to sign guys so then they would get signed later and then they get a comp pick or something? like. Yeah. The that, way that they do the comp
2: sense. pick thing, you have to have – so it's a four-year rolling, first of all, rolling cash spend or whatever. And so every fourth year, they need they usually need to spend. But then like the other three years, they let free agents walk and they get on the plus side of the comp pick formula and they rack up a lot of comp picks for those three years. And then they, once every four years, spend a ton of money. Let, and then they, they don't get any comp picks that year because it's all plus minus, guys oh. in, guys <clears throat> out, size of contract. So that I do think there's like a, a, a method to the madness with the way that they have done things. It's just that that off season, there weren't really that great of free agents or so they couldn't attract them. So they're giving a ton of money to guys that they like, like, who are you paying? Kendrick, po- you you pay Johnny Smith. I think you could have used him. He's probably a good football player, but then you don't use him. Like, what are you doing? I mean, that was just their year. They had to spend and they weren't going to be in it on the compact formula. So they were just throwing money out there for what, I mean, it's, it's more of a multi-year game plan, but, it didn't work. You, you can even go to, like, I, I keep seeing the, the Chase Claypool for a two brought up this offseason as a benchmark. Like, I saw it brought up a, in regards to the Elijah Moore trade. Like, would you rather have the Elijah Moore trade or pay a the 34th overall pick straight up for Claypool? And it's like, yeah, obviously, you'd rather do the pick swap and get Elijah Moore. Like, that's a better deal, yeah. it feels like. Yeah. People are using that as a negative. Muhammad Sanu for a two was the first Chase Claypool, <laughs> right? Like, that... <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, they, they that's what the forget. chat is all remembering now. We yes. all collectively forgot how egregious that one was. That's just so bad. What What do you think the odds are? So the Pats have the 14th overall pick. I, this organization doesn't strike me as someone who's taking like JSN 14th overall, and then their next pick isn't till 46th overall. They're probably going to miss, obviously, like the top. Three, they should take JSN. They, they this should. Would be
1: kind of amazing for them.
0: Well, that was going to be my question. I was like, what are the odds that they actually pull the trigger? on a wide receiver with their first two picks.
1: How do you think JSN fits with Juju, Pat? I think Juju sits his ass down. Yeah,
2: well <laughs> they just paid him to be what
1: JSN They would just be. paid Johnu too. I mean we just got done <laughs> talking about how they're willing to pay guys and nothing happens. <laughs> I yeah. think Juju would Juju would get toasted by JSN. Yeah. No I, I, I agree that's what happened.
2: But I don't think they'll draft him. Uh, so you were saying maybe they wouldn't them. I thought you were thinking of some way they could coexist but I, I see No
1: I just saying. think Juju would not be yeah. I mean, he would play, but I think my thing with JSN is I don't think he's like an Amon Ra. I think he's gonna be able to play enough on the outside to where he's never leaving the field. Yeah. You know, or very quickly he's gonna to get to that in his rookie year. So um that's my view anyway. And so I think Juju would play, but he wouldn't see, you know, nearly as many snaps as he would have, because JSN will probably be in the slot in three wide receiver slot three wide receiver sets. It's kind of like Jacoby. Jacoby can play on the outside a bit as well. The one you are trying to say,
0: Pat, is like Juju would be playing the same role he did in New England, opposite JSN, that he did opposite of Sky in Kansas City. Is that? (laughs) It took you a while.
1: Um, well he'd be the sky is what i'm saying (laughs) he'd use the sky in this case
2: your question about their uh, taking a receiver in the first couple picks i think the move that they got to make if they're going to make one is nuke right like that's the one that i've seen floated around a little bit if they they can land the trade for hopkins i mean yeah if they can get that for a fifth like whole, i mean yeah so new and nuke for a second
0: and a fifth feels pretty good well but like (laughs) think about this though because i was talking with my mother-in-law about this uh big patriots fan that it doesn't seem to make a ton of sense like say they don't go the jsn route or drafting a wide a young wide receiver and then you trade the fifth for nuke like nuke and juju that feels like moves you do when you're like one or two wide receivers away from being a contender like this is still a rebuilding team with mac jones that's multiple years away from really contending like what are these guys doing for this team other than like just booing them in the short term
1: yeah i think the chiefs should trade for nuke if the price is a fifth i mean come on right
0: yeah right
2: that's fair i think the patriots are thinking with like a a trade like for nuke or for those things it's you're right they're probably not going to contend but they they need to get in this rookie qb contract they need to get mac jones playing at a higher level they need to get him more weapons if they can potentially get their passing game to an elevated level. I mean, I think that's why they invested a second in type Thornton last year. That's why they've invested all this money in the passing game, but like they're just, they don't have good players and maybe Mac Jones, not a good player either. It's just not.
1: Mac Jones working. is okay. I think, I mean, yeah, it, he looked pretty good as a rookie. And then, you know, I, he was popping in the numbers and stuff looking like, okay, this, you know, he's never going to be like a super high ceiling guy, but they didn't have an offensive coordinator last year. They had Matt Patricia. I mean, I think any other coach would have been fired. And I'm, I'm talking about Bill Belichick. You had Matt Patricia, as your offensive coordinator, and a second-year quarterback. This like malpractice. It's completely malpractice. Yeah, and but now you know now he actually has an offensive coordinator.
2: You're right that he, any, other co- any other coach, any other coach, should be fired. But when you win six Super Bowls or whatever
1: it is, like you can, I'm not can be like I know better. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not calling for him to be fired. But I'm just saying it was the type of move that gets basically sure. any other coach oh, fired. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was so it, egregious. It was so obviously. Ridiculous. I mean, just brain dead.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, like if you're looking around, I mean, I think you can make the argument that they have the toughest division in football if the Jets get Rodgers. You know, <laughs> the Jets with Rodgers, that defense, the Dolphins are going to be jacked up again next year, provided Tua stays healthy. And then obviously the Bills. I mean, that is a really tough division to get out
1: of. I agree. I think, I mean, it seems tougher than the the AFC West,
0: even. Yeah. Way
2: tougher <laughs> than the
1: AFC West now. Yeah, I think, the West I think was that's like flipped free. quick. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. yeah. Chargers maybe are, are going to be able to bounce back. I the Broncos Peyton looks like he's doing the thing that I was talking about a few weeks back. I don't know if it's on the show or just on Twitter, but like you have to make a decision on Russell Wilson's contract next year because then another 25 million or whatever is guaranteed. It feels like they're punting 2023 and they're going to cut him. So they're, they're not on the hook for 2025. That's what they're it feels really, like to me, too. They're really going to have to punt 2024 as well because they're going to have so much dead money, but they'll be able to start to build stuff with rookie contracts in 2024. But it feels like, you know, Russell Wilson's not their long-term answer. They're not going to be competitive this year. And the Raiders are not looking super competitive this year. Doesn't either. it feel
1: like they, they like, brought in Russell Wilson. They're like, he's going to be the guy. And then they were like, to Peyton, it's like, no, 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 you're our guy. What do you want to do? And it feels like he's like, I want to cut Russ after the year. Yeah, well, <laughs> well that that's was... what I want to do.
0: I don't know if you guys read Matthew's like rumors piece from the combine, but his source was that Sean Payton was like, uh, he's on a one year rental basically to prove it or lose it kind of set up there. So it it doesn't seem like he's their guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. the, The 2025 money gets guaranteed for like first five days of the 2024 league year. They're already screwed through 2024 with this contract, but there's so much more money in 2025 that gets guaranteed at the end of this year that they got to make a decision on before next year or else they're three more years into Russ. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so like they, I think after this year you actually want to be out on him. So you're not, so three years from now you can have a different quarterback basically, or after two more seasons. And and if you cut him, obviously you'll have a new quarterback next year, but you'll have all his dead money still there. But the thing that I was talking about with his contract was that they would probably want to look at dealing some of these guys that are still on rookie deals like Jerry Judy or dealing Sutton, if they can get anything for him. And they've, We've heard uh, rumors with both those guys. Yeah, start dealing those receivers. Like, try to get uh, your draft capital back that you gave up for Russ, so you can bring in a rookie in twenty twenty four. Maybe, maybe be able to
0: draft the rookie quarterback if you can get a one out of Judy. You know, who do you guys think is more likely to bounce back to the best version of their old selves this year, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson?
1: Deshaun Watson, Watson, I think, is two to three times more likely. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 that's a lot, but I I, I think Watson lot. is the answer to the question too. Go on.
0: Go Russ is way older. Yeah.
1: Russ is way, way older. I also think that as far as the Cleveland Browns go, every single person who works in that organization is de- their job is depending on Watson being good this year. They gave him a massive guaranteed contract there. Everyone's getting fired. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play better than last year. So you know, you see it. They're bringing in Elijah Moore. Like, they're they're going to ensure that he plays better than last year, whereas, like, I, I'm not sure that Peyton – I think obviously doesn't want the team to be an embarrassment or anything, but I don't know how committed he is to Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's fair, but especially like if the team, if you have rumors that Sean Payton is saying Russell Wilson's not our guy and they're aggressively shopping the weapons that Russell yeah. Wilson would certainly need to have any kind of success this season, it sounds like they might just fully punt this year. Then all of a sudden, right. what if they just put Javante Williams on ice? Like if he's not yep. a completely 100%, why rush him back either? It's like For a Samaje sure. Pirine bell cow year with Russell floundering, tanking, shipping off these picks. It could be a total retool year.
2: Yeah, yep. Javante could have the the Cam Akers year where it's like kind of slow early on without the off-field stuff, but like kind of slow usage, not necessarily looking great and them also not pushing him. And then maybe like towards the end of the year, we see a little bit and we get excited for 2024. I'm a little worried about that with Javante and I'm a huge fan of his, but they're, I, I don't think they're going to be competitive enough to really want to push him
1: in 2023. Yeah, and then you just look at the simple fact that Watson turns 28 in September, Russ turns 35 in november so you know even if you had organizations that were equally committed to these guys i think yeah and you have watson took off a year of football and you know he's coming back with a new team doesn't look very good russ has had a couple bad years in a row now so i just think i i kind of stand by the two to three times more likely take
0: um, speaking of Cleveland, obviously the, uh, big news today was the Browns swapping, uh, a pick with the jets. Uh, so the, I believe the jets now have, uh, back to back second round picks. Um, I think some people said it was like the equivalent of a fifth round pick just in a vacuum for the trade and Elijah Moore now is headed to Cleveland. Tyler wants to know what was your, uh, knee jerk reaction to this move, Gretchen?
2: I mean I, I don't really have a good knee jerk one. I it's a, it's going to be like very cost you know conscious for me. I'm willing to be back in on him. He's a really weird case where his rookie year he was like 24% targets per out run, really good yards per out run, strong player and then it, like it, his targets per out cut literally cut in half in his second season, right? Runs runs more routes, 200 more routes in his second year, yards per out run completely trader craters. You have to be worried about that obviously though the Jets like passing game wasn't great. What is he as a player? I don't know if we really know. I think he showed enough as a rookie that we, and he has a really good prospect profile that if you're going like longer timeline, which I'm always advocating for, you can kind of throw out 2022 and be like, yeah, I still want to be in on him as a potentially good NFL player long-term. But we also have the concerns about Deshaun Watson. You just mentioned, I don't know how well he fits. The best receivers that ever played with Watson were typically outside guys, bigger bodied, new Will Fuller, speed guy downfield, not really slot guys like Kiki Cutie had like a couple moments. But I mean, if Watson's playing at a really high level and Elijah Moore's good, he's gonna put up numbers. But the, it could also just be like he's not the right fit for for Watson, right? Like he's not the best receiver, even though he's a good slot guy, because Watson, you know, more mobile, mobile guys not necessarily always looking for the the shorter a dot options. Um. More of a yeah, I mean, he's he's way more of a downfield guy. Extend the play, hit it downfield I'll, I'll sort of like Russ in that regard. So anyway, I I mean, I will take the shots if the cost allows me to with Elijah. I haven't been drafting time. I don't know where he settled and, and he just got traded today. So I don't know if you guys even know where he's gonna settle, but um yeah, I'm not gonna be like going crazy for exposure. There's a lot of moving parts there. It could work out, it could there's a lot of ways it could not work out.
0: I might, my, my take, uh, or I guess not my take, but what I think the market is going to do is actually maybe ding him a bit because I assumed mm. his ADP was baking in Rogers. And there were a lot of people, they were kind of Rogers and Elijah Moore were going in the same round of drafts. And I think people were kind of completing their double stacks with Garrett Wilson, with Elijah Moore. And so I kind of think he should, or will slide a little bit. And Corey Davis actually gets pushed up a little bit from total obscurity would be how I think it plays out in the ADP landscape.
1: I think Davis is going to get cut though. You do? Yeah, post Miko Harmon signing, post Allen uh, Lazard signing. Oh, I
0: guess, I guess the Miko part definitely uh And Lazard. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's There's true. Some yeah. receivers there now.
1: Yeah. But um, I, that's an interesting take cuz I would I felt like Moore's been too expensive all offseason. His ADP right now is 115. Uh I've not really taken him cuz everything Ben's saying about just kind of I don't, you know, we've got two years on him and one of them was a disaster and also like fell out with his coaches and, you know, seemed like maybe he wasn't going to be even playing. They kind of came back, but I don't know. It was a very, very worrying second year. Uh, and to take that with like a 10th round pick for me was a bit pricey, um, even with the Rogers edition, because the Rogers edition is like good for Garrett Wilson, I think no questions but is yeah. it good for elijah moore you know was it would it have been good for elijah Moore because he made i mean it clearly wasn't because they traded him they they got alan Lazard to come in you know so i yeah. I, like, yeah I like
2: that point i mean i i think
1: i again i'm not drafting a ton uh
2: so i don't know opportunity costs really well but i think 10th round pick immediately i'm like yeah that's maybe a, i'd maybe like to get him in the 11th or the 12th if it got to a point where I was in a build where I needed another, you know, upside receiver, I do think that this is a wide air bar player where it's like, yeah, this will inject some upside yeah. into my, in my, my build. And it would be worth paying a 10th round price for that regard. It's not a smash in every, every draft for me at that price.
1: And so I, I will say going like half around behind DPJ.
0: You That's what I was him? just going to say that that is like a total wide receiver dead zone in that range. It's like Darnell Mooney DPJ. I'm looking at the ADP now KJ Osborne Elijah Moore. I kind of like the tier after it better because you can get Jalen highlight uh, Tyler Boyd. Then you get down to Wandell Robinson, Romeo Dobbs, Alec Pierce, at least some like potential second year breakout guys I feel like you skipped but, yeah. someone there. Second year breakout guys, and anyone. Uh, yeah, that? I was just naming guys who are actually candidates to be second year Oh <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you have turned
1: so hard against guys. The sickest fucking name you've ever heard for a wide receiver. Well, <laughs> ground more. The ground's gonna, the limit. For
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fund him into names the every receiver crowd. in the 80 feet tier, so I can start hey. drafting him again. <laughs> um, what does the Miko Hardman do anything for you guys? Is that He's going to be uh, backing I
2: mean, up uh, Randall Cobb in the slot? They, they, I think they yeah. traded Elijah Moore
1: to make room for Randall Cobb, to be honest with
0: you. <laughs> I probably God. did.
1: Probably yeah, probably. and he doesn't really know. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have like a, you know,
2: an MVS slash not nearly what people, you know, know of Christian Watson, but like that type of a rotational deep threat role with Rodgers could be valuable. Uh, you know, you basically have Lazard in the Lazard role, Garrett Wilson as Devontae Adams, and maybe Michael Hardman's running these MVS-type routes. And you saw Vril McCollum missing it. Yeah, yeah for best, best, best ball, team. like, late round, maybe he hits on a few deep touchdowns.
1: He's got speed. Yeah, yeah. Hardman's 203. Okay. that That is
0: enough. I'm in. I'm in. 203. <laughs> well, th- I mean... Hartman, too, I, I guess you can you can say he's getting, you know, uh, a downgrade at quarterback and anytime you leave Mahomes, you are but maybe a, a little bit of a volume uptick and just the way he's used to like, again, hashtag better in best ball. I don't know. I, I don't mind him where he was going. And he's been extremely cheap. Um, all all offseason with the uncertainty about his landing spot.
2: Yeah, in the last couple of years, the Chiefs have been using him a lot more around the line of scrimmage, a lot more jet motion, a lot lower ADOT than his first couple of years. But early on in his career, when he was at the high ADOT, he was really efficient. Yards per target like, was crazy the first couple of years. That's why we were all in on you know Hardman at, at various points as a guy, if, if his volume could increase, like, he looks like a really efficient player with Mahomes. And then his role sort of changed. But, I mean, I I think if Rodgers does wind up with the Jets, like we can talk about the Salah, you know, LeFleur, Shanahan connections and the way their offense might run. I think it's more going to be that Rodgers, being a very strong personality, we've heard all the stuff about the way that he is in meeting rooms and he tells the receivers what to do and everything, that it's more going to be like the Rodgers offense. He's going to be able to dictate to a certain degree. We've seen some veterans be able to do that, come in. Tom Brady kind of did that with the Bucs, right, came in. It was his offense. And I think they're going to let
1: Rodgers – do what he wants to do well and that's so a, that's hackett's whole deal right i mean yeah Hackett seems like he does not seem for all of his flaws he does not seem like a hard ass you no. know he's not he's gonna, gonna, gonna let go, rogers this is my dude.
2: show right so if rogers wants to take those shots which a lot of them are like dialed up shots like i mean go back to the very first drop that christian watson had first play of the season it's like a lot of times they do it as a first play of the game or in a after a turnover or you know first play of the second half or like these these shot play moments you know Rogers, I think, is still gonna want those kinds of things. He loves to sell the play action and take those bombs. If it's Hardman on the other end running those and he hasn't done it for a few years, we could actually see some long hard touchdowns, is the whole point of what I'm saying.
0: Which would be nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. I like it. Let's hop into draft. Big board, underdog fantasy, 81.2% filled. And we are Crazy. still what, five, five and a half Jesus. weeks away from the NFL draft. My fucking God. Um all right they're just running around the underdog office if I've, st- I've walked by sometimes and they're just it's crazy man it's be- it's bedlam in there <laughs> like, yeah. got to get the next
1: tournament right you want to know level? why it's bedlam
0: <laughs> because someone took two million off the table and didn't put it back into the ecosystem
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man they're really hurting aren't they this yeah. tournament's full like an, did you a see what they had me doing
0: I did a baseball stream. They, they were like, Pete, we got to get more people on here depositing because two million was sucked out of the ecosystem. I put some back on Anthony Richardson. Uh, <laughs> bucks. I'm still so tilted that you withdrew two million and then like deposited a thousand dollars back. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not. <laughs> um All right, we drew uh, the non-influencer 108. This is definitely uh, friends and family here tonight. We got Vaporware. We got GA, the Achievers, King. um, Maybe not as friends and family on the back half. We can survive. ETR sub. What a a username. ETR sub. Thank you. If you guys haven't signed up on Underdog Fantasy, please sign up with, uh, you know, Ship Chasing Viewer, SCP. Yeah, as your,
1: <laughs> your username. You can't stop watching them. We got you. We yeah. got
0: you at that point. Um, all right. So one, 108 uh, definitely ends up being a sweet spot for these wide receivers. Generally, kind of have your pick of AJ Brown or Devontae dig sometimes slides to 1 8. You guys have any leans?
1: I mean, I like A.J. Brown.
0: I know Ben probably really leaning. Are
2: we going to play the game where you guys ask me if I like A.J. Brown again?
0: All right, Simpson. What's it going to be? All right, he goes JT. So, uh, Kelsey normally doesn't fall this far, but I'm still uh, definitely pro A.J. Brown if you guys want to. I'm down with either. I'm down with either. I
1: I guess how avalanche –
0: how avalanche do you think it gets? Uh, I would say medium to light avalanche. Hmm. My my only thing, like, let's do A.J. Brown. I, yeah. I've been, the way I've been kind of thinking about this, and I, I have a decent, I don't know, I would say I'm slightly underweight, Kelsey, in the big board. My thought is I'm going to load up on him way more in the 18-round contest. I've just really been en- enjoying good, yeah. using one of my luxury picks in the 20 rounds to get the third tight end builds. And the three, the late, Three tight end builds are just so easy and nice, and you can get all kinds of upside with the rookies and the second year tight ends. That I've been kind of consciously passing Kelsey just right now.
1: Yeah, I haven't drafted a ton of Kelsey either. The other thing, in addition to, to that, which I agree with, is that you can get Kyle Pitts in the six, you can get Dallas Goddard in the six. Yeah, there's some you good can places. get. Friar in like the yeah. nine ten, You can get Dulcich pretty late, 10-11. Counterpoint he, is he scored yeah. 90 more points than any other tight end in half PPR last year. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. If he gives you the yeah. season last year, we're all all. might. They're out of Which receivers.
0: We're talking ourselves back into Sky more. And that's why, like, my take on it is I'm not even doing the, like, oh, I'm worried about his age getting up there Yeah, Like, my take is, is completely just thinking about my exposure to him over the course of this entire yeah. offseason. Like, if we're on the clock in a main event draft, I will be happily ready to smash the button on Travis yeah. Kelsey. It's just thinking, I think other spots I'll be able to load up more um then with this he's never going to
2: be cheap you're right I
0: mean you got to kind of pick your spots unless you want to be I I I
2: am concerned about the age at a certain point he will fall off but if he doesn't fall off then he's basically a very good easy pick in the back half of the first round or even in the middle or front half of the first round frankly right like Mm -hmm. the only concern is age does he suddenly have like lingering injury issues etc
0: all right. So this is a fun spot. It's a, another classic ship chasing draft where Austin Eckler is available to us uh, in the second round. I think last time we took Chris Olave here, we could double up on premium Eagles, which I don't necessarily love we doing. We can't get hurt. We're going to get shut well, out. We on could Hertz. take Hertz. Yeah. I, I
1: don't mind the Devontae Smith pick. That would be probably my But we won't choice. get hurt. or Olave or Hertz.
0: Um, I'm just going to put Hurts in. Um, okay i don't i don't know if i love doing we're not going to get hurts even if we take devonta smith and no i know but
1: if you think about it from like the perspective of okay it's it's week 17 and you've gotten this team through and you have aj brown and devonta smith and hurts goes off okay all i need to do is find a quarterback who scores you know 25 points and i'm I'm there because I have the two guys he threw everything to. It's
2: like the DFS lineups when you double stack a passing game, but don't play the QB because you just, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, that like second round is so expensive. And you can find, I think, with a 20 round draft, it's going to be hard, but you have a chance to find those 25 points at quarterback. If I have two awesome scores at receiver to start my draft, I mean, I'm feeling amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, Fair. not and not that I want to use this as the because uh, I, I do think it becomes like a crutch of being like, well, someone already got this one. But I have now seen multiple screenshots today of people who have now gotten Jalen Hurts in the third round. Um, not the like uh, and I think some people have gotten the A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith and Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So and I, I know I pointed this out on Twitter that this same dynamic is happening with the Jamar Chase and T Higgins stuff where for a while Joe Burrow's ADP was just like mid third and what, one of the chase or higgins drafters was always stacking it up with burrow in the 3rd and now they're showing more restraint and i've been getting burrow in the 4th i got him in the 5th uh of one draft and i think we're starting to see it a little bit with all these quarterbacks of just like a little bit more patience right now from drafters
2: it's going to happen throughout the off season it's always high early and this yeah, year everyone was early. excited about taking quarterbacks higher just cuz they were you know they were higher scoring this year but um, yeah it's got a slide back
0: uh we do have uh nfl and political insider crack rock in Truly. the chat tonight is,
1: you guys want to talk about a heater yeah. <laughs> this guy's just breaking news left just, around, around the nfl is citing crack rock and it's news reports now that clip was so good it's not a bit <laughs> i missed that that happened that happened that's great that yes. happened Around the he NFL was it's literally like Crack Rock says Aaron Rodgers is going to the to the Jets, and they're kind of laughing, and then they're like, But I think I think he's right, and I think it's happening.
0: <laughs> um, so I, I probably normally take Jacobs or Ramondre in this spot. Uh what what do you guys want to do? We could take uh Hopkins
1: and just hope he goes to the Chiefs or something. Need that receiver. I think
0: Hopkins is so overpriced right now.
1: Ridley? I don't know. I'm fine with Ridley. Good I'm good here. with Ramondre or Jacobs if you go if you want to do
0: that. Yeah, you can go running back if you want. All right, let's let's see what comes back to us wide receiver wise. Because I don't Wait, know do you, how you guys feel. Mondre's is a good pick there, dude. He's good. Damon Harris yeah, is he's good. gone. The, like, don't going back to the DeAndre thing. Like, if DeAndre goes to the Patriots, I mean, he's clearly overpriced here, right? There's only like two yeah. spots he can go where he could potentially pay off this tag. Yeah,
1: like but why Bills is he going to go to the Patriots? Why would he be down with that?
0: Well, I don't think he has a. Does he have the no trade clause?
1: I don't think so, but it's like at this point, I don't know. You trade if you're the Patriots, you trading for Hopkins when you know he doesn't want to be there. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel I like don't. all those old guys, like we've, had, we've obviously seen a lot of.
2: They had Tom Brady in it, and they were better. But a lot of the guys liked to go to the Patriots as veterans. There's the whole Patriot way thing. I think, you know, some of the guys have been around the league for a long time, take care of themselves, do a good like they're professionals. I think they were, appreciate sort of the Patriot. Like going and playing for Bill Belichick, and we're going to take things seriously. I mean, none of those have panned out. The Reggie Waynes and on Chacho Cinco signed there, and none of those guys actually ever did anything with the Patriots. But I feel like, you know, from a am I, I'm going to go win a Super Bowl perspective, yeah, it's probably not his best landing spot. But I feel like he might actually want to go there, like
1: like appreciate. Maybe, yeah. Uh, to... I think he needs to rework his contract, right? So in, in a sense, that yeah. works as a no trade clause because he can say, "I'm not going to." I won't rework my contract for you.
0: Yeah. This but is he, a good
1: point. Nuke and, and Bill
2: O'Brien have a history, and there's okay.
0: Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, is a good history though?
0: No. <laughs> the opposite. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But even, even if he goes to like the nut landing spot, I mean fourth I don't round know, it's
1: a smash in the fourth. If he goes to the nut landing, if he's a chief in the fourth, we're doing fucking cartwheels.
0: All right, does this mean I'm going to have to finally – did we we finally fudded DeAndre Hopkins five picks past ADP?
2: <laughs> uh, he's good. I mean, he's still good at football. I, I'm down to take him for sure. He came back – he got a 198 yards per hour run last year. I mean, he came back and played at a really high
0: level.
1: There he goes. There he goes. You okay. got him, Pete. Let's so see. Who what do we want
0: to – uh, I mean, I normally take Mike Dubb in this spot, but I'm I'm open for takes on Judy Watson. Any other wide receivers you guys like?
1: Williams is my preference
0: as well. Yeah, let's do it. Me too. What do you What do you guys do? You think? Because there was all the talk about Keenan and even Gerald Everett, or I guess I should say Gerald Everett and even Keenan being potential cut candidates. Do you think they get the band back together? Draft a wide receiver. Like, how do you think that shakes out?
1: I think they almost have to draft a wide receiver, but I don't. I never bought the Keenan is getting cut stuff. Um, cause it was it all just made like a ton of sense. It, may, it never made any sense. Yeah. Like they, they desperately yeah. need more weapons. Um, It was mostly just
2: people going, this is their cap space and they don't have a lot of other contracts that save them money, but they just restructured a bunch of people and then they were like, yeah, fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I think the Eckler stuff is a little more concerning because. Like, yeah, he's he's delivered a lot of value, but it's it's like when the offense isn't working the way they want it to is really when Eckler's shining the most, you know. So I would be surprised if they don't draft somebody, but it's more because they had DeAndre Carter playing extended stretches last year. You know, they're like dependent on Josh Palmer as like a major contributor. Like you don't want that. And I I think the
2: coordinator change could work really favorably. I mean, I I still think Kellen Moore is a good coordinator. I, I think yeah, I he's going to be a a boost to Justin Herbert and, and to the entire passy game. And a lot of the stuff that we are excited about with the Chargers last year, we might get like a, you know, a delayed, you know, post-hype, whatever, dead cat bounce, whatever the heck term it is. But we're getting a little bit cheaper prices this year because last year, the Chargers weren't what everybody wanted them to be. But like they could very well be that this year with Kellen Moore.
1: Yep. Totally. I've actually done so. I know it, it's a little expensive with Herbert, but I've done the thing. I've done what the team out of the two hole just did. You go Keenan, you get Herbert. I, I kind of like my Herbert in the fifth compared to, you know, the, the burrow in the, the third, you know, he's not a totally mobile quarterback, but that breakout that we were hoping for last year could come this year.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, we're almost on the clock again. I I always like this little pocket here, Godwin, Jameson, Williams. um, Anything else you guys would pound the table for?
2: I like both those two. Godwin is ridiculously cheap here. Are you kidding me? He was coming off an ACL last year. He wasn't good to start the year, but he was pretty solid the rest of the way. He's still like a really high-end receiver in my mind.
1: You know, I haven't really touched you know. him because I think the Buccaneers are are going to be atrocious. But do you think he gets traded? Because then, it, then it would be a smash.
2: I mean, even if they're bad, like he can still be a, like a really high level. He's in the middle of his prime, and he's a good player. I guess if the quarterback plays that bad, I, I hear you. It could be really gross.
1: I think it's going to be horrific in yeah. Tampa Bay. I don't know that he's there, but I mean Baker Mayfield's their plan A.
0: Um. Well, Crack Rock is screaming uh, Godwin in the chat. I assume he had lunch with Chiefs owner Clark Hunt, and he winked three times when uh, Crack (laughs) Rock said Godwin. So clearly Godwin to the Chiefs confirmed by Crack Rock.
1: It has gotten to the point with Crack Rock that in all caps Godwin honestly makes me think he's getting through that's all crack rock needs to say and then i'm like oh god i need crack rock to explain there's some crazy shit happening make sure you
2: know what bank you're at like first of all i'm pretty sure everybody knows what bank they're at i know what bank i'm at it would be a weird thing to not know second of all (laughs) <laughs> what is the crazy shit happening? What do I need to know more about? This, other than this is knowing- the
1: life that Crack Rock lives, where he lives in a world where he imagines that other people might not even know what bank they have.
0: <laughs> can, we, can we also remember the skeletons in the closet, as AJ points out? Last time Crack Rock patted the table for a wider oh, single right, Robert Woods yeah. over oh, wow. Cooper. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack, had to bring out down blood. to it. <laughs> now everyone's wondering what's going on with godwin do i need to be taking more godwin i feel like i do Crackrack, i hope you're the one that breaks the uh the baker mayfield versus kyle trask scoop whoever wins that qb camp battle i expect to hear it from you first um all right, we got some more wide receivers on the board. If you guys are interested in a Baker Mayfield backdoor double stack with Evans and Godwin, that's available. Marquise Brown, Brandon Ayuk, uh, or we could just get our stack with or double I think stack with Hurts and go with Goddard. That's what I was going to suggest. What do you think, Gretch? Goddard is
2: – you were saying Goddard? Yeah, if we want to get that double yeah, stack. Yeah, when we weren't going to get Devontae and we went Hurts, I almost said that earlier. I guess you know, probably good not to just blurt that out four rounds ago, but – you could make the double another, you know, another direction with Goddard at a nice price. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Fitz is I, off I, the board. Hawkins and Kittle both went in the fifth. Like Goddard's got to be the last of. I don't, I, I haven't, again, done a ton of drafting, don't know all the tight ends, but
1: at at that's t- last tight end six there, he's kind of the last of the tier, right? I, I think yeah. so. Ingram kind of gets like bumped up as the next guy. I think Ingram's one of the easiest fades in drafts. Interesting. Yeah. With Ridley there. Yeah,
2: he. I mean, and Ingram wasn't great for most of the year. He had a wasn't great
1: late stretch. One huge game that really bumped everything up. Yep. Super shallow a dot. Still, still getting that like. So okay, so if you've got a crazy low a dot, you need a lot of targets. Targets are the thing we're most worried about with Ridley coming. I don't understand his ADP. So I mean, I do because he had the spike weeks, but.
0: So who are you? Would you take Najoku over him? Would you take Friarmouth over him? Yeah. Okay. So you're you're way lower than market on him.
1: I'm way lower than market. Like I don't, I don't think I'll have Ingram. Like I might not have Ingram. <laughs> like, Ingram I don't, had I don't know that it's going to bury me. I guess it could.
2: But Ingram had one, two, three, four, five, six games with 16 or fewer yards this year. He had one, two, three, including a playoff game with 70 or more yards. Only three games with seven yeah. or more. Obviously one was the 162, 11 catch, two touchdown game. It was, you know, a monster game in week 14. And then he came back and had 113 yards in week 16. And then the playoff game, he closed strong, but a lot of really low, low weeks this year. He didn't hit 70 yards until that week 14 game all season. He like, wasn't good until that point.
0: What about someone asking about? Yeah, I mean the other name and that goes in that range. Uh Waller. I assume you have Waller ahead of yeah, I don't know Ingram. Too. Yeah. Uh, we're back name. on the clock. Um uh DeAndre Swift with a 10-pick slide post-Montgomery news, Javante kicking around, Pacheco. You do have those tight ends. Uh I love really... Swift
2: here. Seven-eight.
0: Yeah, I'm into it. let yeah, let's let's have the Swift conversation because. Yeah. I do you guys agree that he should drop, but then the question yes. is how much?
1: To here and then I'll draft him. I, I would <laughs> I would love to be drafting Swift in the seventh. I think if he's in the sixth, I'll mix him in occasionally, but I won't love it. In the seventh, I'm not gonna be like hammering every draft, but I'll I'll definitely I'll be overweight. In the eighth, I'd be hammering him.
2: I mean, banged up every year of his career so far, has missed games every year of his career, but he had another 900-yard, eight-touchdown season last year in a season where Jamal Williams had, what, like 20 rushing TDs. He still had eight. He's gets still used some in the red zone. They, they use him sort of in a different role than the Jamal Williams role, which, I mean, Montgomery, yeah, maybe he's going to be a three-down back. They gave him a big contract. I kind of feel like they're still going to do a one-two punch thing Swift's still going to catch plenty of passes. 46, 62, 48. That's how many catches in each of three years. He's never played more than 14 games. It's a lot of catches per game every year. 3.5, 4.8, 3.4 catches per game. Like, he's going to catch. They're still going to use him, right? They're, They're a better offense. They're getting better.
1: The other thing I think that's sort of sneaky good for Swift is that the Lions are probably locked out of quarterback unless maybe they take Levis, but they're not getting Anthony Richardson now. And that, like, early in the offseason, it was like, maybe maybe Anthony Richardson is a the guy they, they take and pair with Goff, and it makes a lot of sense, you know. You can kind of sit behind Goff for most of the year. But that's not happening now. And having Goff dumping off is, is so important for a receiver yeah.
2: back. I think um, he's a great pick in the seventh round, actually. I mean, I have a I have down a year last year. It wasn't good, but it could be a big year. I mean, Montgomery could
0: get hurt. This is like we're in handcuffs. Price range here at seven nine you yep. know right right and i was gonna say swift to me right now and the and analogy isn't perfect feels a little bit like Miles sanders last year right where it's this guy we yeah, liked a yeah. lot he tells us not to draft him and so he does slide but we probably overreact too much uh yeah to that update what do you guys want to do here this has turned into an avalanche uh draft it's all I'm, i think four. we have
1: our three receivers it doesn't feel great but i think we can survive it like i i I can't believe it's saying that. I think I'd go Joe Mixon. Oh, he's I have been cut. taking
0: stabs on Mixon in the '90s. Um, I'm open to other ideas as well, Gretch.
2: I I probably wouldn't be Mixon. I'd probably be Acres over Mixon. But if you if you want to do Mixon, that's.
0: I think we did Acres last time. We can yeah. we can do Mixon. Talk talk about Mixon, Pat, because there's all kind. I, I assume you're you're making the play of he doesn't get suspended and he comes back to the Bengals. Um, And you're getting that at pick 89.
1: Exactly. And I think most importantly, he's, he, I don't think he's done. Like he's, he's not like the best back, but he's, he showed enough last year where it's like, I think he's fine. Like, I think he's kind of got enough in the tank where I don't know, maybe it's like Zeke two years ago. You know, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think he's done yet. I think like cook, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, those guys are like flashing signs that it might be kind of over. Mm. Mixon isn't really flashing those signs. He's flashing the like, um, I'm like starting to lose work to my teammates. Maybe I'm not the clear-cut lead back, no questions asked guy anymore. But I still think he has enough left in the tank where if he were to land somewhere else, you're not totally dead once you get into the the eighth round. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think his our RB3 there. It, it's, it's like not... There's downside, but it's not like crazy, crazy low downside.
2: That was a good case. And I, I, to me, that actually sounded even more like last year's Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs. And like, I mean, especially in best ball, like, yeah, he's going to get work. Even if he got cut, he's going to sign somewhere and get work. Even if it's, you know, Todd Gurley with the Falcons. I don't think he's that done. Like to your point. But yeah. Todd Gurley went to the Falcons and got work. Somebody's going to pay him some money and, and let him, you know, get some touches and score some touchdowns basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think like I have to be, you know, Joe Mixon such a gross click, but I do think you have to view it through the same lens that I am, kind of, you know, yellowing, you know, Javante Williams picks. And I know it's different, you know, coming back from that injury versus what Joe Mixon has. But just that idea of in the situations where those concerns evaporate, you're just getting such a massive discount yeah. on what they can do for your team that in a fucking ten dollar contest that's so top heavy, like you got to be taking stabs on those kind of profiles.
1: Yeah, and I think like you have to think through like a really disgusting third round pick is
0: a good eighth round
1: pick. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can continue to do. I've been taking Charbonnet a lot in this range. Um, you know, like like Charbonnet. I do think we. This might be the
2: draft where I would take Elijah Moore. Click on receiver real quick. Is there other? It's, it's not so great. there.
0: We're we're gonna get a slightly better tier. This was that pocket I was talking yeah. about that I think's better than this tier. Um, sure. Let' why don't we do Charbonnet and then yeah. we can start pounding uh, <laughs> wide receivers.
1: Yeah, we have to catch up a wide receiver, but I think I think we can do it. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and I I my guess, scratch, unless we just you know ruined it here, I, I, my guess is Elijah Moore would be available at one thirteen anyways.
1: But I like the way we played that with Mixon because only two wide, three wide receivers went that entire, right, uh, large half of the board. Because it's this, fine
2: if more goes. I, 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 I think that's a fine pick here. The way that we're building, we're going to take a lot of receiver buyers now, right? And I think we can yes. build intelligently that way.
0: And the thing is, too, we missed out on the tier break twice. Um, like, for me, after Rashad Bateman goes, like, there's a huge tier gap. Yeah, Once you're down to the Zay too. Flowers, Jacoby, like, that feels that – like Well, massive. we lost yeah. Brandon
1: Cooks, right? Brandon Cooks yeah. was, was kind of like the guy past that tier. Where did he go?
0: He, right he went at 80. 77, yeah.
1: Yeah, he used to go kind of where we took Charbonnet. Sutton's a guy.
2: Sutton's a guy. Jacoby. I mean, even Michael Thomas. Like, we, we know those guys can play well.
1: I've taken mm-hmm. Thomas too, because it's so this this tier is so thin. Yeah,
2: Sutton I think makes a lot of sense in best ball still high eight, especially if he got
1: moved. I would be in on
2: him pretty much anywhere he went as a guy who could at least have some splash plays, splash weeks. Right? There goes Elijah. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Let's. <laughs> I fucking jinxed it. I do that anytime I say I think a guy's going to make it back, <laughs> he never makes it back. Why do I do that? um the other option here too would be to take uh i guess lance would be the only kind of co- quarterback that would make sense to take that's it was
2: that's it was kind of poking out to me what's the the latest we expecting him to be starting week one the, it should be
1: starting week one yeah
2: yeah yeah um i think then any other
1: be... receivers or are we
2: i mean i think we can wait at receiver a little bit yeah, right i think we have
1: to but we we can't wait too much, too many more times. My so, next best receiver was well down that list.
0: If yeah. we do Lance, I mean, you're, we're now, we're good at running back. We're good at quarterback. I mean, we can, we can just piss the hell out of the back half this. We back. Got, right. Yeah. Right. We it's have to get creative. If, if there Whew. are,
2: there's some values though at receiver late. This is good. I mean, we haven't done a there's draft. There's, in not a long
1: time. Yeah, yeah. there's not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a ton uh and even some of the guys i liked are are gonna be
2: we're gonna have to take some olds we're gonna have to take some boring olds i don't even know who yet but i'm excited to look will you go click on
0: receiver and kind of scroll
2: i want to i want to start getting some thoughts
0: real quick for the audio listeners our team so far we backed ourselves into a wide receiver list corner so we got jalen hurts and trey lance at quarterback ramondre deandre swift joe mixon and zach chardonnay at running back, A.J. Brown, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin at wide receiver, Dallas Goddard at tight end. And here you go, the scroll, Gretch. I do kind of agree with, like, what Ball is Life is saying in the chat where he says, I don't think any of these wide receivers on the board right now are that much better than 19th round Darius Slayton yeah. is ugly. So, like, if our thesis is this tier is super flat, might as well zig a little bit.
1: Yep. And you yeah. guys know I've been fun in Trey Lance, but if you're going to take him, I think it makes a ton of sense to take him with a guy like Hertz.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> just to,
1: to like we we never talk about these
2: receivers, so I'm excited to draft this. True,
0: we're never we're <laughs> always drafting running backs at
2: we're this. We're always so receiver yeah. heavy at this point that it's just it's fun to do.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know, I, I I I always find some wide receivers in this range. Uh, yeah, that I talk myself into.
2: We can definitely talk ourselves into some stuff.
1: Where are you guys at on Wandale with all the signings and stuff?
2: I still I, like him.
1: I was in uh, don't talk about Wandale mode, but he went right yeah.
2: after you said that. I, yeah. I was ready to take him. He would have been, okay. when I said my next best is way down the list, he would have been the next best. I thought he was great last year.
0: I mean, so, we could just add
2: Odell
1: at this point.
0: I would be Dobbs or Pierce here, but if you guys want to pound the table for Odell. I'll listen to you. I'm Pierce, I think.
1: Gretch? I can get there. I like Quarter, job, Quarterback but... upgrade, and he's going to play a bunch of snaps on the outside. Yeah, I think Hodgins
2: is a fine play there, too. I think Rondell's a fine play there. I yeah. think the Shaheed's a fine play there.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to end up with two of those anyways. I think Hodgins... I do worry about snaps there. You know? he Yeah. He wasn't, I mean, he played yeah. well into the playoffs. He played well. But he's a former sixth round pick who's on a second team and wasn't part of their plan. So I just get nervous. That's
2: I mean, that would have been super pattern matching, but it it would have been very similar to what we might've said about like Alan Lazard after he got to the Packers and sort of got the chance to play. But like he came with a coach that had coached him in Buffalo. He played well, got his first opportunity and we liked the profile. That's why I'm making the Lazard comp. Yeah, it was a was a really good producer in college. And I, I feel like he's got a little bit more of a moat than we think because of those factors that like he was a producer in college. He produced now in his limited opportunity at the NFL level. And the coach kind of brought him from a previous stop, likes him. I think, I mean, maybe he's not a full-time player, but I think he's going to run routes. He's going
0: to play. If Why don't injury... we get both since we were debating those two.
1: Sure. Yeah. Jobs.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about Hodgins, but we can definitely about Hodgers, take Dobbs. Dobbs. oh, do you what? Who do you prefer Hodgins to Dobbs?
1: I guess I'm
2: kind of worried about Dobbs. Let's just take Dobbs because he's second year player, and I, I do like the player. Maybe I'm overreacting to getting a little burnt last year, but he wasn't very good, and they're gonna lose Rodgers, and I think they probably could still add another receiver again this year like Dobbs is the late round pick that didn't produce now right the day three yeah. concern that Pat just said he doesn't have the NFL he
0: he might just be done this that could be it like, that could have been his one shot no do no it. don't this is not how you intro a clip my god
1: Romeo W, Double. Romeo Double. Romeo w. Yes. second
0: to five to the end zone. It's, it's a touchdown
1: Ball for dubs who adjust, who's got it. I'm a young fly stunner, I'm the coldest in the gang And I told him I would do it, so I actually did it I was trying to get some money, but the fame
0: came I'd with like it to pl- I'd like to take Romeo Dubs so we get uh, a little yeah. Minnesota bring Let's back go. in week 17, 17 Let's like go! he
2: will take a shot to the end zone, it's It's Dubs! Play action! Setting up wide open downfield!
1: That is Dubs! Throw your dubs up, throw your dubs up
0: that's a good clip. I, I, I'm just clip. laughing. That took me back because we like hearing the rationale for selecting him being a bring back to Minnesota week 17 is my only reason for wanting to take him. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a good it's reason. Good. It was a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: was a little Minnesota um,
0: bring back. We
2: had Dalvin Cook on that team. Yeah.
0: We're about – Seven weeks away, probably from having the NFL schedule oh, early shit. May. But well, that could be my crutch for every single uh, tiebreaker when I'm on the clock.
1: How much do you think you're going to draft before the schedule release?
0: Oh, like when BBM drops and we have yeah. that like ten days. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's, knowing me, I'll probably I don't know ten or fifteen teams probably.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't really do any because I was doing the dynasty stuff.
0: You um, can still get some wild ADPs those first few days, though. But do you think they'll be that wild with how thirsty the big board was? Maybe. Maybe. Not. Be, maybe, maybe it won't the, be as it. Yeah. But let's just be honest. Like, if a, if BBM opens, like it's not like I'm gonna be sitting on the sidelines.
1: We're like, up. Hit, hit, receiver, yeah. real quick. I like Shark and MVS.
0: Yeah, I'd go uh, Shark. I think. It, I'm fine with Shark. Um, I was about to galaxy brain a divisional, uh, week 17 bring back Eagles Cowboys, uh, with Michael Cow. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I like not even joking, I have been breaking ties to divisional stuff. Uh, in the I ha- I've
1: been breaking ties to divisional stuff too. <clears throat> I, I felt so
0: <laughs> maybe
2: MVS was a better pick there because he's actually on a team. Yeah,
1: but um, Shark could sign anywhere, even the Chiefs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like Pat. That was the only good
2: use of that bit that I've heard in a long time. Everybody who does that does it terribly, but that was good. That was
0: good. Oh my God. <laughs> he could even that, be a boat. It's like, that, no. That honestly is it. it. <laughs> that
1: is why I said Shark, though. That's why. That's why I yeah. took the tongue because I literally had that thought. Well, oh, but sharks are free agent. But anyway. he can also be
2: better than MVS. Yeah. I think yeah, he's he shown can. us more. There's there's a skill element here, but MVS already being on the Chiefs is promising.
1: <laughs> it's
0: good. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Cody says, do we think Gallup is any better, uh, a further year removed from his injury? He has to be right. And don't you guys think like cooks being there should help Gallup, right. As far Um, as just getting him back to his kind of natural spot, because some of his biggest games were back when Amari and lamb were there, right. He was playing more as the, as the three.
1: Yeah. One issue with McCarthy, right, like, remember he was doing with the Packers. He just had this guy, like, run their routes. He doesn't scheme anything. He just has, like – he just – it's like, go get open. And Gallup doesn't really get open all that well. Yeah. He's just – yeah, so I don't know. I'm so, not that
0: push. I've been taking Tyquan and Thornton in basically every single fucking draft. Um, if I pound the table for one guy uh, here, it's Let's probably do it. him. Yeah.
1: Nico is the guy that would have uh, – Yeah, Nico would
2: have been here and He just went.
1: He,
0: yeah. You don't pound the table
1: often. Uh, I don't like it.
0: um, I do think like, is it the situation just continually like clearing out for Taekwon, at least from a a target perspective too. I mean, his competition for targets is just going to be so low.
1: Yeah. I, I like the call. I think any of these guys who like very clearly have jobs, not just jobs, but strong chances of running a full slate of routes. And we're not sure, you know, he's second-year player. He could be, he could be really good. And he has it, one one elite trait. He's got seriously elite speed. Yeah,
0: elite speed. And what always made me raise my eyebrows and kind of like, oh, that's interesting, was when they were really scheming stuff up for him in the red zone last year, where it was almost like Belichick in this organization is like, we got to save some face because we can't have another busted pick here. We are going to feed this guy the ball, and they just might not have an option if they don't use one of those first two picks on a wide receiver. I mean. He might just be there, de facto number one. And to get that a guy that has that speed, the second year profile in the 14th, it's just like, I'll I'll keep making that bet there.
1: I like it. I I probably don't have enough of them because I take so much Nico, but that's when I just need to to split more going forward or even go to go to the tech one side now.
0: You have uh, on Legendary Upside, you have um, the piece about why Nico was the big winner of the uh, Cooks trade, right? I do. And it's uh, it's free go check it out um all right we are going to be up here again i i'll go to the whole board but i assume we're not. we're
2: done
1: with tight end something we have to do at some point right they're gone though i think we wait at this point and grab two cheap is marvin yeah. mims still here is he
0: yeah he's uh, no he went i know he he he's a little he went oh he, went. Oh, he you're just right. went okay Give me a
1: name. Uh, I Terrace like Marshall's NBA got a NBA. job. Yeah,
2: but he's not gonna. He kind of. He's gonna lose those snaps. Maybe. I mean, he might be a little bit of a DJ Shark little hedge move. We're gonna get some kind of Carolina routes. The concern is if Shark signs there, because I talked about
1: wanting both Thielen and Shark. Shark's mm-hmm. like the last guy available. So my hope is that he. Is just gonna sit around and wait. I mean,
2: the weird thing is, he only got a one-year deal last off-season for like what eight or ten mil. When
1: he's coming off like a broken ankle,
2: though. Yeah, but everyone was getting paid, and he didn't have a great year. It seems like the league doesn't like him. Like they know something we don't. Mm. I, I still think he's you know potentially pretty good, but I mean, is, does the league view him very different than like Mac Hollins? Because it seems like they don't. God, I hope they do. I hope they do. Matt Collins is a guy we could draft late in this draft.
1: He's yeah. like thirty. I've, I've taken right.
0: Matt Collins a few times. Yeah. This is this is early for Mims. He he's starting to really scoot up. He's really
1: rising, man. I like yeah. Mims a lot. Like if he has a legit day two, like by legit I just mean day two draft capital. I'm gonna. I kind of like him. I like him more as a third-round pick than I like Downs as a second-round pick. I mean, we get a play. This is why I'm hot all over again. Yeah, exactly honestly, that. we should we should be fully in on Mims get just to remix. bring that clip back. Yeah. Mims,
0: remix. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, this is a pretty this is pretty gross. I, I actually don't mind uh, Slayton. Um, I kind of yeah, like I Deontay like
2: Hardy down here. Yeah, Slayton's fine. Oh. I love that call. Let's do that. Which one, Hardy? Yeah, yeah. He's good. They cut Isaiah McKenzie. I think I think they'll use him. That's oh a, fuck! That's amazing. There's <laughs> no way that that. Yeah, receiver, he literally.
0: What? He was he was like forty picks. Nah, he's a hundred percent. Hundred
1: percent just cost ourselves Deontay Hardy there.
2: He's the same guy that took uh, one of the other receivers earlier. Who was go to the big go to the board for the the draft board.
1: Yeah, I don't know how this guy knows who we want to take every time, but he, I know, <laughs> he seems to have bullshit. a lot on our picks. He, uh, Shahid was oh, one. Oh, okay.
0: This is, this is Jason. He's he's uh, tilting us, uh, uh, sniping. I <laughs> well, didn't even spell his name right. Hattie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, scroll up a little higher. Where was the... I don't other think one? he sniped us otherwise. No. no. Oh, it was nuke. It was nuke. Go up higher. Oh. No, we that were was talking about felt, nuke, and he, it went right before us in the fourth. We were all we got ourselves in on nuke, oh, and then yeah. he went.
0: That's not a snipe, that's falling on the landmine for us. We thank him for no, come thing. on, <laughs> nuke in the fourth is correct
1: <laughs> in this draft. I mean, pretty bad. <laughs> we got we got a crescendo going on nuke, and then
2: he was on the clock, and the clock was ticking and ticking and ticking, and then he took nuke late. I was like, God damn it, he's watching the show. Um, all
0: right, so we have now taken, let's see, uh. Wide receivers in one, two, three, six straight rounds from round eleven on, Alec Pierce, Romeo Dubs, DJ Chark, uh, Tyquan Thornton, Terrace Marshall, Darius Slayton. How many? Now you at two four nine one. I'd say we've recovered.
1: We we've we've definitely attempted to recover. <laughs> it still feels a little a little tough. I wish there was like a receiver who I just loved in the 20th. That used to be Hardy, but the word is out.
0: Um, You know who I've been taking a little bit and it's gross, uh, especially after I read some stuff that there might be just like a little bit of concern with Rondell Moore's uh, recovery timeline is Greg Dorch.
1: Did Did you read some stuff that Davis wrote? Is that where you read it? <laughs> he's, he's No,
0: loves- I know. Scroll, that's Scroll down a little
1: bit on this list some more.
0: It gets bad real fast, man. Matt Collins is in there. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, Jawan Jennings. There's dudes
1: here that are gonna run rounds. <laughs> oh, we could do Quez. We could do Quez as a as a stacking part. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's For let's sure. save
1: that though. That's so gross.
0: We also could just take Visca and just corner the market on the entire uh, on the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah.
1: And not take Stroud. I don't love that. Let's. Let's take a running back or a tight end here. Because and... we probably only need one, oh, one more
0: receiver, right? Tight end, I like likely. Yeah. I'm in. Yes. that. I'm in. All right. The question is, do we go with a three tight end build with Goddard and likely or two? I think given the player pool, you go three. I think we can go one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end to finish. So we would have a two, five, ten, three build. Yeah.
1: I kinda yeah, I guess we got such good value on Swift and Mixon that we we would be totally fine with one more running back.
0: Yeah, I mean the chance of the running back hitting in a meaningful way is obviously much greater than our third tight end. So that's why I do think it'd be up for conversation to go two six, ten two.
1: Yeah, I do too.
2: I'll let you guys figure that out while I look at underdog ADP wide
1: receivers with no ADPs and try to. It <laughs> I think the issue is that we probably like the the best pick in the next round will probably be a tight end. Yeah, so we have to decide if we're doing that or if we want to maybe grab Quez. I I kind of lean just grab Quez because there's gonna be running backs that we're fine with in the
0: 20th and tight ends that we're fine with in the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point there's just, there's no one jumping out, out at the top of the queue. And I, I don't mind the the whole scroll down philosophy here either. Get someone who's not getting drafted in most of yeah. these at this point. Yeah, for sure. All right. We can do Quez to get our, uh, our triple stack going here. That gets us to ten wide receivers, and now we can do one more running back and- is Kenny Gallery a free team. agent. Oh I mean until the signs of the oh well, yeah. <sighs> the yeah, this is gonna be a sick spot because it'll be much easier to find a third tight end we like. Cedric Wilson. I think we gotta move on to Oh yeah, I no, think I'm we're done, done at receiver. wide receiver. Okay, yeah.
2: well I'm just gonna keep reading ra- random receiver <laughs> for the rest of the show.
0: Quintes this is how you go Cephas? to bed at night: is you just read your girls. Yeah, wide receivers.
1: <laughs> He's slow, but he had a little bit of juice. A little, yeah, bit, of, little bit of juice.
0: Oh my. Let's 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 do the same game, but with running backs.
2: Okay, uh, Ronald Jones.
0: I, I oh yeah that's a good one a, wait did someone already take him nope but someone will now Ronald Jones he's too expensive in the 18th he's more yeah. of a 21st round pick I don't know if he can do it <laughs> I think you gotta, wait till the 21st you gotta wait until the 21st you gotta wait until the 21st <time.
1: laughs> otherwise it's a reach Jakeem Grant I
0: hate this I,
1: game. I, I don't like it at all.
0: Jakeem Grant. <laughs> I hate
2: this game. <laughs> You're just, I hate this game. Uh, Andy Isabella's on the Ravens? I
0: I will Is say, it really? isn't, isn't Matt Breida going to be the direct backup to Barkley again?
1: Probably, but they should draft someone in the super deep. Running back class. I would take, oh, Ron Jones just won. That's amazing. I would take
2: uh, Gary Brightwell before I would take Matt (laughs) Burita.
1: Okay. Uh, Are there any rookies? We'll check tight ends here if we're going that route as well. Uh, I mean, I'd be okay with Musgrave or is Laporta gone?
0: Like if, if Laporte is gone, this is just this absolute sick draft. <laughs> he
1: phase. is gone. Jeez, yeah. that. I mean, let's get Musgrave. He's he's like kind of the last of that, isn't? Uh, rookie tier. Well, I, don't, oh, I, think... I think Albert O is a good pick at this point, dude.
2: I I would do Albert. I mean, you, you, if you want to take the rookie, take the rookie. But Albert O and why is Parham? Isn't he back on? Why is he not showing the Chargers? Didn't he resign? they
1: probably draft some. I like Musgrave because like there's a couple really good offenses that need a tight end. I think Albert I, is still a really good football and I, player, and I think we he, should
0: have taken two running backs. But I'm too tired to fight right now.
2: Yeah, I don't think a rookie late tight end like the, these types of rookie tight ends. These are the ones that like you learn that tight end rookie tight ends don't
1: do anything. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, flip look, that when he's like a, a good rookie tight end. Last year, last year at the end of the year, because it's a third tight end, right? So you're just hoping for some spike. Any of these picks, you just want playoff spike weeks, and we saw that from Aconquo, Jelani Woods, Trey McBride. Daniel Bellinger. Now maybe I'm being a little bit loose with the term spike week there, but like they were they were in the mix in the final weeks of the season. So
0: all right. Three names. Can I interest you
1: in Tylan
2: Wallace?
0: <laughs> no, we need a running back. <laughs> no. <guy>. no. <laughs> um uh Dearness Johnson is interesting. He just signed where'd he just sign? The Jags. I I kind of like that. Yeah. The, uh, and I was going to mention Keontae Ingram, and then he goes here too. This is a sick draft.
2: Dearness oh, is what the it. the uh, the jaguar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that happened today. I not yeah. I'm actually
1: like not looking forward to the
0: summer. Let's right just now. take
2: Justice Hill for the 15th straight no. year. Yeah, yeah
0: I just no. put. I'll just put all of our old favorites in the yeah. in the queue. Ito and Justice Hill. Can you scroll back up? To yeah, the top? The top? maybe top. there's
1: guys at the top because these sickos draft everyone. <laughs> I mean, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. <laughs> now I know why you were scrolling down. Zamir White. Zamir White. Now, uh, Israel Abanaconda I- is a dude who I. Have not really taken any of, but oh, God, he just damn went.
0: it! I swear he's I got fans. Uh, some
1: people. Why, like wait, why? Why is Zamir White undrafted? Is he not just
2: the
0: handcuff <sighs> again?
1: Because he's bad. You're sure, he's bad. I'm not 100 percent sure.
2: <laughs> I didn't I like him last year, so but in the 20th man. round this year, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he only got 17 uh, carries last year. Five yards of right.
0: carry. Wow pounding the table Zemir white goes off the board Glad it was yeah, i goes swear the board. to god they, you, you say a name and they get selected. Does zamir white just go Deuce yes won. yeah and ceh no let's do evan hall if he gets draft capital he could be okay all right. all right we have people in the chat cool. yelling evan hall i'll do it
2: i i look i was this is exciting that we got to our first draft where I just, we just drafted two rookies that Pat told us to draft that I had never heard of yet. <laughs> I need to get up to speed on the rookies.
0: You haven't heard Musgrave and Hole. I have not heard oh, of. Oh Musgrave, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Musgrave he's is um, Let me see what mock draft database has for him because he's, I think he's kind of in that firmly in that day two mix. Hmm.
0: Um, Why Pat's looking this up, I'll give you the full recap of our 20 round team. Did finish with a 2 5 10 3 build. We got Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance at quarterback, Ramondre, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Zach Chardonnay, and Evan Hole at running back. AJ Brown, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Alec Pierce, Romeo Dubs, DJ Chark, Tycon Thornton, Terrace Marshall. It just refreshed on me. Where is the rest of this team? Uh, Darius Slayton, Quez Watkins at wide receiver. And then our tight ends are Dallas goddard isaiah likely and luke musgrave
1: and musgrave is uh 46th uh in mock draft database 46th overall so he's tight end four behind mayor kincaid washington laporte is right after him at
0: 62. Mm. um Yeah, this, you know, it was so funny because at the start of this draft, I was like, oh, maybe this won't be super piss boy heavy. But then, like, rounds four through seven, um, they just flew off the shelves. And guys like, you know, Burks and Pickens and all these guys ended up going, like, I don't know, eight or nine picks of their ADP at basically every spot, and then we felt that. We
2: should have got Cavante Turpin from Dallas on this team.
1: Malik Davis was available if you want to go with the – the non rojo Dallas guy, wasn't he, he?
2: No, Turpin's a receiver.
0: I'm, Turpin I'm was the USFL receivers. guy, yeah. Who also has like a domestic violence uh, issue in his in his past, I believe. You know
1: what's interesting about this build is that it's like a hyper fragile build from 2020. You know what I mean? Like not even not even in terms of like those running backs would be going there, but like these running backs with these profiles would probably be going in like five round five and six. In 2020, so I kind of think it's it's
0: a functional build.
2: I, Can I, I interest I you
0: guys t- in Kedar Hodge? <laughs> Please Jeez. stop. Uh, this is the worst game. I don't like <laughs> I, this bit. Uh, ball ball's life. I <laughs> I absolutely cannot do another draft tonight. Um, I was gonna say though, Pat, to your point, I I have felt like there's some weird dynamics that, like, think about when we were taking like Antonio Gibson. At the one, two turn with kind of like the legendary upside filter, like you're now getting Ramondre and Tony Pollard yeah. as like yeah. third round picks. And it feels a little weird to me that the market isn't more excited about those guys who they have the skill set that you want. They also flash. And now the runway has been cleared for both of those guys and the market isn't reacting to that. And then, same with these super discounted guys. Like it, it it does feel weird to go through these drafts and have so many running backs feel like values.
1: It really does. And Brees Hall is another huge part of that. Nick Chubb, I think, is is like very reasonably priced. I'm not even drafting a ton of Derrick Henry because of all the other running backs I can draft instead. But in the third round, I think he's fine. Josh Jacobs is probably like slightly underpriced in the third round. At least like maybe we're all just becoming boomers. <laughs> like all oh, these running backs in the third round are you kidding me i love it yeah but like it is kind of crazy i'm just not used to it i am like i'm doing a lot of r- wide receiver first round running back running back and then i try to hammer wide receiver through those middle rounds so i don't get caught out when wide receiver dries up after like round six to seven uh yeah i do a lot of that type of build
2: i found got yeah, a 20th round receiver that you should take taken. <laughs> No, this is this is real this is, this is real this is the guy i you swear to god i'm
0: ending the show if this is a bit
2: Jay reiger <laughs>